What's up, Pickleballers? Today's guest is Andre Diascu. He is your MLP Atlanta champion for the Orlando Squeeze. Andre, it's great to have you on the podcast. Uh, great to be on the podcast, Tyler. Thank you guys so much for having me. And uh, looking forward to having some, uh, some fun in the next half an hour. Right on. You're an MLP champion. How does it feel? Yes, sir. It feels amazing. It still, still didn't wear off after uh, all these days. Uh, just a fun experience. Great weekend. Uh, happy to share with my teammates. Happy to, to win it for the Orlando Squeeze. Uh, we had some, some crazy battles. Uh, the team played great. Um, the energy around the team, the vibe was very, very good. Uh, we competed really well, and uh, yeah, some uh, some crazy matches in that in the semifinals, in the finals, and just uh, happy to win the title and uh, yeah, be an MLP champion now. And that's the thing, you guys started off group play, and you didn't need a dream breaker at all. You were kind of, I want to say, kind of cruising. You won one match 4-0, and then you get to the playoffs. You're already upgraded into the semifinals. A dream breaker to win the semifinals, a dream breaker to win the finals. What is that like after previously not playing any? Uh, well, you, you're never really cruising. Obviously, the, the competition is really tough in the, in the MLP. And uh, sure. even though we're to win all three matches in the groups, we, we had some tough matches over there as well. But uh, yeah, we, we got three wins that secured a bye for us, put us in the semifinals. Uh, some very close matches in the semifinals as well against AZ Drive. Uh, you know, we. We had match points in, um, in men's doubles, ended up losing that one, unfortunately. Um, won the mix, um, got to that dream breaker. And look, we, we knew we we're a pretty good team in singles, you know, overall. Um, everybody's got a decent singles background. Some of us are still active in singles. Uh, we knew we could play uh, and we knew our, we, we liked our chances in a, in a dream breaker. Uh, but the other teams had some really strong singles players as well. So. Uh, it was just exciting for sure. Lots of adrenaline, like I said. Um, and it was just nice to, for everybody to kind of come together and play so well in those tough moments. And I think that's that's kind of, that was the team of the, of the, of our team of the Orlando Squeeze for the week. You know, we, we all came together and played so well in the key moments. And uh, I think that's what ultimately got us a W. So, um, yeah, it was, it was very, very fun. How were you guys able to play so well together? Do you guys have a lot of playing experience in the past or did it just come together at the right time? I wouldn't say we have a ton of playing experience together. Um, I, I've played with Zane some in the past, which were immense doubles. Uh, I train uh, with Anna uh, a little bit in, in Florida. We live pretty close to each other. Um, Rachel, obviously, she's a little bit new to the scene but we've played uh mixed doubles in utah and, and did very well over there and I, I just think we're all really really tough competitors and obviously good pickable players and uh we, we just kept a really good energy throughout the whole weekend and dealt with adversity really well as a team and you know we're we're there for each other to, to lift each other up and and that paid off for us big time at the end Oh, that paid off big time. And you might have been in one of the, I'm not going to say the most exciting point, but it was certainly up there. You and Jules, Julian Arnold in singles. It was just back and forth, back and forth. When you win that point, what do you feel? Do, is it just an adrenaline rush or do you need to immediately regroup for the next point? Yeah, the adrenaline rush was obviously off the charts after that kind of point. Julian is a really strong player and, and he's obviously very good in singles as well. And um, we, even the points before that were, Pretty, pretty long back and forth, some tough battles, and and that one just was, I don't know, side to side. <laughs> I don't know, it felt like 
20 shots over there you know he, he was he was ahead in the point to start I made some pretty good saves and then I felt like I was chipping away and slowly getting back into the point and uh, we just went back and forth uh, two really tough competitors they play some good pickable and uh, just fortunate to to get a hold of the last back and then push it up the line where he couldn't get it and uh, um, you could see him clapping after the point like I said really yeah uh, really fair play great competitor as well he's, he's won a few of those so just just happy to be part of that point. And then as soon as it ended, uh, you know, the, the crowd just erupted. I was pretty pumped and adrenaline. So it was a, it was a great feeling, but obviously had to had to regroup pretty fast because we're still in the middle of the breaker. And uh, I, I forget the score, but he's like 10-8 after that point or something like that. I mean, he was still in the middle of the battle. Nobody could get overly excited after that one, but uh, watched it a couple of times on tape for sure. Um, it, it was definitely a, an amazing point. It was it was an amazing point. So you get that win, and then you go into the finals later that day. Talk, talk could you talk more about the finals and what that was like? Uh yeah, we we. I don't, I don't think we played our best in the finals. To be honest with you, we we were off to. Uh, you know, the ladies played played pretty well, but definitely not their best. You know, uh, the, the Kawamoto sisters are tough. They played a good match. We ended up losing the women's doubles, then we come up in, in men's, and we, we're off to a decent start, but then get pretty cold there in the middle, and they were playing very well as well, credit to them. So uh, we get down in a pretty bad hole, 2-0 early on. Um, haven't been in that kind of hole yet in this MLP. Um, but we, we knew our, our mix is strong and we knew our singles obviously is strong as well. So it, 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 it was about small victories at that point and just trying to piece a couple of those together and just some good points and, and a couple of good runs and just, just kind of trying to make it happen. And they, they were playing very well in, in mix. You know, Christian was playing very well in mix. And, and um, <clears throat> we went head to head. We're able to, to break away a little bit at the end there, got to that 2017 or 2018 lead. Yep. Uh, they they brought it back, you know. The last point you have to score on serve, which is not obviously the easiest thing to do. Um, they brought it back. They they had a match point themselves. We played a crazy point over there. Somehow came up with some 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 saves, uh, and then we we ended up winning. I think it's twenty three twenty one or something like that, and and gave some hope to the team. And I think uh, coming back from that, being from being match point down and just uh, being able to to battle through that adversity, I think brought some momentum back on our side. Uh, Zane and Rachel came out and. Uh, they just played a very solid, um, a very solid game to 21 there. Uh, nothing too flashy, but just no, no big drop. Solid level throughout the whole, throughout the whole game. They, they closed it extremely well. Obviously, Rachel closing it on Riley there to, to, to make it 2-2, and continue to build up on that momentum. And then once we got to singles, uh, the momentum was definitely on our side, and we, we knew we just had to, to hang in there tough and, and just try to play our best, which. Uh, which we did, and we're able to, to slowly chip away and create a big lead, a big gap, and we kind of held on to it until until the end when uh, Rachel was able to to put it away and uh, and get a W for us for the team. So, and it couldn't have ended any any better than that because Rachel played so well uh, the whole weekend. She was such a great teammate, so uh, it was deserving of, of her to get that last point and and win the the title for us for the team. Yeah, I mean, great last point there, great singles match. But I want to take you back to you're down 2-0 in the games, and then you're down 21-20. No, sorry, 20. Geez, what was it? I think it was tied at 21s. Okay. And then you missed a point into the net. So you're down 22-21. What's going through your head when you miss that that ball? And then is it the greatest comeback in pickleball history? Well, not a not a whole lot is going through your head. Obviously, you're still in it, so you can't really start thinking too much about it. And 
and get in the paralysis by analysis stage. You know, it's it was a bad miss there that you kind of have to shake it off and try to play a really good point and, and just get back into it, you know, and uh, and that's kind of what we did. Uh, it was a tough on their match point. It was a tough, long point there. We're able to, to kind of hang on to it and and win that one. And then we played a really good point after that. And then we played a great defensive point to finish it. So, um, yeah, not like I said, not a whole lot going through the mind. You're just trying to, to stay sharp and, and you know, stay charged after those moments and, and kind of ride the wave at, at that time. You, you can't really be thinking too much to those moments. Uh, in terms of the greatest comeback in pickleball history, I don't know. There's been some some great comebacks along uh, you know along the years, but it's definitely it's definitely one of the nicest comebacks for sure, and it, it's that much sweeter to be part of it. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's not the best, but it's certainly up there. And I think what's unique definitely. about this one is that unlike other comebacks, it was a whole team effort. It was four people on a team instead of maybe two people on a team coming back. So I think that just sure. goes to the the quality of your team. 100%, yeah. And it was mixed doubles as well. It was singles. It was a it was a combination of everything. Definitely. Definitely pretty tough to orchestrate it when you when you sit back and think about it, but uh I'm I'm happy we're able to do it and that kind of speaks volumes in terms of uh, our team chemistry and what our team can achieve. Yeah, and going back also to that that 22-21 point where you guys got to win that point to stay alive. I mean, I was on my feet the whole time. What are you thinking? Are you just playing ball after ball? Are you trying to be strategic or is there really no time for that? Or what happens in your head during that moment? Well, I've always said during those MLPs that I'd rather be, be playing to those, through those moments than watching. So um, <laughs> uh, when you play, you know, you're engaged, you're, you, your mind is locked in. And, uh, and like I said earlier, you're not really thinking too much. You're just you're reacting to the situation there and you you, you know we, we've all played this game long enough we've been in those situations quite a bit so you, you know what to expect you know how to manage your emotions and you just uh you, you know you kind of go shot by shot like you said and you you just kind of try to do the best you can you there's not a whole lot of time to to think really and i think thinking too much in those moments can make it a lot worse so you just you just go on uh pretty much on cruise control and and let your instincts take over and uh yeah do the best you can and like I said, we we're fortunate to come away with that point. I mean, we did have three or four match points before that, so yeah, yeah, true. We got we got, we got pretty unlucky not to close before that, but they hung in there. They competed really well. They they brought it all the way back to their match point, but we did the same to them, and and eventually we were able to to pull away and, and win that one. So uh, yeah, just uh, like I said, you, you got a lot of time to think after the whole thing happens, but <laughs> while it happens, uh, I'll i much rather be playing just because. Uh, your mind is kind of on uh, lock mode and uh, and you're just playing. You're not really on the sidelines, like you said, up on your feet, going through all this other emotion. So it's, yeah, I'd rather be playing for sure through those times. Good stuff. And then in the singles match, or maybe even before that, was there ever a moment when you were like, okay, like we're in the driver's seat, we have control of this match? Or was it just constantly grinding, constantly battling until that very last point by Rachel? Yeah, I, I've played long enough to know that <laughs> ever in the driver's seat you know you, you can't really think like that it, you just you just take it one point at a time and you just try to do the best you can when you're the one playing out there you just take it one point at a time and execute the best you can try to look for your patterns try to look for what's working for you and then when you're on the sidelines just try to keep your teammates pumped up and positive and engaged uh point after point you, you can you can't really look too far ahead because uh that's when it comes back to bite you so you, you kind of you know, it, it's obviously you, you get a feeling that look, it's it's running pretty well, and we're we're all playing well, and the momentum is with us. But you you got to stay locked in and, and continue to 
you know, you know, to to do the things that that you did to, to get you there. Uh, you don't want to be slowing down. You don't want to be taking your foot off the gas because that's a that's a pretty bad mistake, and you don't want to end up in a spot where you give the team another chance to to come back at you. You know, so once you once you open that gap, just pedal to the metal and just full steam ahead, trying to finish it. See, and I think that's such a great winner's mindset, and I'm sure a lot of your contemporaries have the same way. People on my level, we don't really think like that. When uh, when we're winning, we, we think we're just going to coast, and of course it never happens, so uh, I'm going to start implementing what you, what you just said, and hopefully that gets me more wins. Yeah, it's never really that easy. You don't really get to coast too much. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. at your level, for sure. So... Before the season one draft and kind of the season two draft as well, um, people were speculating where you were going to go. And I think people get really excited when you play MLP because you're going up. Obviously, there's great talent in the APP, but you're also going up against PPA players. After this win, do you ever kind of think that, hey, you know, this one was for the APP in a weird way? Does it does that ever come to your mind? Uh, no, it doesn't. And, you know, the, the people who know me, uh, some of the players who know me and some of my friends and all that, a family, like I, I don't really look too much into the, the stuff that's being discussed, you know, on social media. I think there's, there's not a whole lot of <laughs> quality content on social media. I mean, anybody can open a YouTube channel or have a Facebook page or, you know, so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people out there right now just by sheer volume that, you know, um, will just share their opinions and they're obviously entitled to their opinions, but I, I don't spend that much time at all actually reading into those things or, you know, just I, I strongly believe it's about the way you show up to play. It's about the way you, you gel with the team. Uh, I mean, you, you could sit back and talk, I don't know, 30, 40, 50, 60 days before the MLP, but it, it's all about what happens that weekend, you know, so uh, I just try to focus on the, the things I can control. Um, you know, and, and, and that's it. I mean, I, I can obviously control myself. I can't control who I'm playing against. Um, so, nah, just, yeah, just staying focused on myself for the most part, trying to stay focused on my team. Uh, I've obviously been in touch with the team. We we got there early. We practiced quite a bit. We, we figured out some patterns that work for us. We figured out what kind of mixed pairings work for us, how we should play in doubles, gender doubles, um, singles, how the whole thing is going to play out. And I really think... At the end of the day, those are the things that make the difference. Um, stay, stay sitting in a chair and talking about what's going to happen. Um, I don't know. Everybody can do that. And obviously, uh, there's going to be 100,000 opinions. And I don't know, maybe a few will be right. So, uh, yeah, don't spend too much time on that. Yeah, I mean, it's all about playing. Um, certainly a lot lot to do with results. So so I'm with you on that. Well, that's, yeah, that's, at the end of the day, that's what matters, you know. It's not, yeah. It's the playing that matters and the results that matter, the talking, I think that's, you know, that's maybe for other people to do. Sure, I'm with that. And what did you do after the tournament? I know you've been busy since, but did you get time to celebrate and, and hang out with your friends and family or was it just back <laughs> to business? No, it wasn't straight back to business. Definitely had a good afternoon of partying and celebrating after the win for sure. Um, yeah, definitely Sunday night. Sunday afternoon and Sunday night was, was very special. I got to enjoy it with the family, with the friends. Um, um, and then Monday morning was pretty much... I mean, I, I took it easy on Monday just to recover a little bit, but it was back to business. Just some recovery stuff, some some stretching, some ice baths and stuff like that. Uh, I actually hit a few balls on Monday afternoon as well, but nothing nothing crazy. You know, just managing the load on the body. I am playing this weekend again in, in Atlanta in an APP event, so... Uh, 
uh, I, I knew Sunday was kind of the day to enjoy, and then by by Monday was uh, was back to business. So uh, back in the back in the swing of things, just got off the practice court actually right now. I uh, gotta get back on it this afternoon, uh, and then I'm playing tomorrow in uh, in mixed doubles already. So uh, I'm sure I'll have more time to celebrate it once uh, once uh, the, the tournaments are over. Uh, and I I had a good run there on Sunday for sure. Uh, it was nice to, to spend some time with the family and, and enjoy that that great moment. Um, and now it's back to business. In MLP November, obviously you have a tournament or maybe a couple in between, but MLP November, what what can we look for from the Orlando squeeze? Well, we, we're still going to come very hungry. You know, we, uh, like I said, we all enjoy this moment. It was a great accomplishment. Uh, it's gonna be with us forever, but uh, you know we're that was that was the first leg of, uh, of this season, and we're on to season two, and our focus has shifted to uh, what can we do to to do just as well. And in the second one, like I said, competition is obviously extremely tough. Uh, the margins are very small, uh, like you can see from the scoring. All these players are great players, so we are we gotta be on our A game again. Um, we we gotta start watching some video. We gotta try to figure out what we could do better. There's obviously things we can still do better. And uh, and come in with a with another attacking hungry mindset for uh, for the one in California. And uh, I hope obviously there's a lot of things that go into it uh, when you're trying to make a big run like that. And one of them maybe luck as well. And hopefully we're we're still going to be in that position where we can play for a title. Yeah. And what goes into the preparation after MLP event one into event two? Do you guys meet up like? during random weeks or on weekends or do you just see each other in California like a week prior to MLP? No, we're definitely going to meet up at some point in October as a team. Cool. Uh, we're definitely going to practice together. Uh, like I said, watch some video, um, try to figure out the things that we could do a little bit better, practice those things together, play some matches, you know, uh, amongst each other and hopefully we can do some scrimmage, scrimmage matches against some of the other teams to keep ourselves sharp. Um, there's definitely a lot of a lot of preparation that goes into it. It's not just I buy Atlanta, see you in California type of deal for sure. It's not. Fair it's enough. not that. Yeah. And when you go to film study, is it more about what you guys can improve on with with your teams, or are you also looking at other teams? Like, hey, if we face this team, like this is what we're gonna do, or or is that not really the focus? Yeah, I like to keep it pretty simple. So it's focuses our team. I mean, we won't even know until. Sure, sure, we, sure. Who we're, who we're playing in in California, so I, I don't think there's a lot of logic into trying to figure out what other teams are going to be doing. Uh, I think first and foremost we got to focus on ourselves, and then obviously the the days or the night prior to to our match in in California, we we get a little scout report and and try to figure out how we can match up best against the teams that we're playing against. But right now, it's yeah, the focus is definitely on us and our team and what we can do better as individuals and as a team as well. And who comes out with the scouting report? You know, we've we've all played we've all played a, a really long time to to know the players that we're playing against. And sure. then we you know, we I had my coach here with me in Atlanta and he does a lot of a lot of scouting for us and cool. He definitely picks up on tendencies and stuff like that and, and we just discuss it amongst each other as players as well. Um, so it, it's a combination of everything. Some some coaching, um, some player perspective as well and just trying to come up with the best game plan cool right on i got a community question for you as a former high tennis uh high level tennis player how long 
do you think it'll take the Bryans brothers to make the transition from tennis to being a podium finisher in pickleball? Well, let's just say they were a much better, both of them were much better tennis players than I ever was. So um, by quite a country mile there. So I, it's hard to say. I mean, look, you, you have out of tennis players that have deep their fit into the water and, and tried pickleball. And for some of them, um, the transition was pretty quick. Uh, like a Jack Sock, you could think of, and then for some of them, it's, it hasn't been quick at all, like a Sam Query, you know. So it, it's really hard to say. I mean, some of the some of the tennis skills translate for sure to pickleball, but there's still quite a bit quite a bit to pickleball that you don't find in tennis. So uh, I mean, the Bryan brothers are obviously amazing athletes, and um, they definitely have the skill set from tennis that can relate to to pickleball. It's hard to predict. I don't have the crystal ball, but I, I would say it's going to be pretty fast. It's going to be a really fast transition for them. Yeah, for sure. I think it'll be exciting to have them in, in pickable and it'll be exciting for just to see what their skills I can do in the game of pickable. Definitely. I'm, I'm excited. All right, man. Well, let's wrap the, wrap this up. Uh, where can people find you and, and what do they have to look forward to? Well, people can find me obviously around the tour. Uh, I, I play pretty much everything. I've I've played a APP tour. I've played some PPA events. I've played all the MLP events. I've I've played the US Open. I'm playing. I'm playing the national. So uh, just just trying to play all the all the pickable events and uh, you know support a game that's that's given me so much. Um, so if they can find me on the tour, they can definitely find me on social media as well, uh, Instagram, Twitter, obviously. Uh, starting to work on the YouTube channel a little bit as well. So uh, yeah, yeah, you can you can definitely find me on pretty much all the social media platforms right now um and you'll you'll find me hopefully on some of the some of the streams on youtube and some of the the matches that will be played on tv you know i'm uh, i'm planning on uh on hopefully playing some really good pickleball and uh for the next few years and, and just being relevant yeah right on andre diascu mlp champion ladies and gentlemen tyler thanks so much for your time so happy to be part of the podcast dude thank you man